Hello, you lovely lot. I wanted to take a moment to share an exciting announcement with you all. I will be doing a live show for Happy Mum, Happy Baby at the podcast show in London on the 22nd of May. This will be a live episode of this very podcast featuring me and a very special soon-to-be-announced guest. Get ready for a candid conversation, unfiltered truths, laughs, invaluable non-judgmental advice and lived experiences. Dive into the complexities of parenting while juggling work, relationships and personal growth and we'll be talking beyond the baby years. As well as the live episode, the show will also include a Q&A with both me and my guest. Tickets go on sale this Friday the 26th of April at 10am, but anyone who is part of the Happy Mum, Happy Baby newsletter will be getting early access to tickets on Wednesday the 24th of April at 10am. To sign up to the newsletter and for more information about the event, please head to happymumhappybaby.com forward slash events. I can't wait to see you there. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to another episode of Happy Mum, Happy Baby. I'm delighted to welcome my very, very, very good friend today, Miss Frankie Bridge. Hello. Mrs. Frankie Bridge. Yes, I'm grown up now. Yeah, you are. We're both grown up. So I should say that first of all, we have known each other for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, met about 10 years ago. Yeah. We're inseparable for a very, very long time. <laughs> Mama G. <laughs> Mama G. <laughs> Literally, our days are not, they end started and finished together. With cups of tea normally. I love it. People would have thought we were being wild and going out to party. It's really boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Frank, yeah. uh, this podcast all came about from my book, Happy Mum, Happy Baby, yeah. in which I was very, very honest and, and kind of shared 
everything, mm. yeah, everything concerning motherhood, uh, whether it was feeling judged, pressured about breastfeeding, all my difficulties, bonding, all the lovely stuff too, yeah. but all of that stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And the podcast is me opening up that conversation to other women. Mm-hmm. I was delighted when I messaged you and you came back and said you would do this. Of course. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so Frank, what sort of mum did you think you were going to be? Strict. Really? Yeah. Um, I had a real vision in my head of what I thought I would be as a mum and what my kids would be like. So I was always that person, you know, like the snotty, sweaty kids. (laughs) I'd be like, they will not be my children. And my eldest is 100% the snotty, sweaty kid. And I thought that I would be able to say no Mm -hmm. and be really strict. But I find it really difficult. Really? Yeah, I'm such a pushover and Wayne is the strict one. Really? Yeah. That's really hard. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can't help it. I just, if they cry, like I remember when I had Parker, literally every time he cried, I cried. I can remember you messaging me that actually. Yeah, and that lasted for, I'd say at least a year, year and a half. Every time? Pretty much every time, yeah, which is pathetic. Was that because you were like sad because he was sad or like was that just because you were like, I don't know why you're crying or what? Um... I, I, you know, I think it must have been hormones because it yeah. was almost uncontrollable. I just couldn't handle it. I think I just, yeah, I hated to see him cry. You know, like when you try and leave them in their cot and they yeah. want you to come, I'd say to Wayne, like, oh no, see, look, he's lonely. He thinks we're going to leave him. And really, he was probably just trying to stand his ground and be like, no, I want to get out. <laughs> Did he win? Um, he won a lot. I mean, he does currently sleep in my bed. Oh, does he go down in your bed? Um, it depends on whether I'm feeling like I really can't be bothered to go through the motions of putting him to bed or whether I'm being strict that day, to be honest. To be honest, we had that with Buzz. We had that a lot with Buzz, actually. He's only, in the last six months, gone down to bed. Like, he'll go, he always used to go down in his his bed, but we'd have to stay there until he fell asleep. Yeah, I have to do that with Parker. Yeah, and if he wakes up in the night, he would come into our bed. Yeah. Now he does this weird thing where he wakes up and he literally just stays in his bed in his bed and he shouts for one of us. Yeah. Whoever he calls has to go. Yeah. Like we're like, hi, it's your turn. Mm-hmm. And then he's got like a little pull out bed thing now, which makes it a little bit easier. I yeah. highly recommend getting a pull out bed so you're at least not on the floor. Well, Parker doesn't even have a bed. Oh. Um, <laughs> there he's on a mattress on the floor because he literally does 360s throughout the oh, night. Oh, really? So we got him a bed and he would just end up on the floor all the time. So we gave up and now yeah. he just rolls around on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And we don't even have a bed at the moment either. So it's Why? no different if he comes into How our room. people are not expecting this of you? <laughs> we don't even have bedside tables. <laughs> oh, my God. Where are you living? I, I don't know how you're coping. What do you put your phone on? Night. What about your glass of water? I know, don't. Yeah, so it's, I don't, and you know what? I know that it's bad for your relationship and this, that, the other. And sometimes I do really feel like I need that child-free time mm. in the evening. But I do also love him being there. Yeah. Like I love seeing him when he's asleep and he'll like come in and snuggle into me and not all the time, you know, because he moves around so much. And in the morning, you know, when they're just woken up and they're really sleepy, I just love it. It's really lovely, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he's not going to be there forever. And I do blame myself because I did always lay with him until he fell asleep. So It's one of those, oh, you're making a rod for your own back. I had that all the time and I was just like, yeah, I am. Yeah, I did. 
and yeah. I'll have to deal with it. Yeah. That's yeah. what I always think. Not like, your problem. Yeah. So, you know, let me enjoy my snuggles. Yeah. Whereas Carter literally loves his own bed. Sometimes I'm cuddling him and he points at his cot and <laughs> say like, no bugger off, mum. <laughs> <laughs> See, Buddy's the same. Oh, really? Yeah, how funny. Like, the first one's difficult. second one was like, yeah, I go, well, I go to bed. they don't have the time to either. I suppose where you were busy trying to put Buzz to bed yeah. still, I was doing the same with Parker. Yeah. Also, Parker had reflux and all that other stuff. So to lay down for him was really hard as a right. baby. So I did always hold him. Whereas Carter was healthy, fine. Just shoved him down and he went to sleep, bless <laughs> exactly. him. I, I remember doing it the first night and I was like, I'll put you down. I think Tom was away. I'll put you down and then I'll come straight back once Buzz. It's fine, it's fine, buddy. Don't worry, don't worry. And then literally, not a peep. No. He just rolled over. That was it. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Great. <laughs> but let's go back to pregnancies yeah. uh, first of all with you I know you absolutely love being oh pregnant oh my god I just loved it <laughs> yeah I've always been quite honest about the fact that I hated it um, mainly because I would meet a lot of women while I was pregnant mm -hmm. and they'd be like oh my god isn't it the most amazing thing aren't you just so happy blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and I'd be like oh no I hate it and then like Eight out of ten would be like, oh, my God, so did I. Really? Yeah. And I just kind of feel like, you know, I know that there are people that struggle to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I know how amazing it is to be pregnant. You know, don't get me wrong. I, I did love it. And I yeah. thought it was amazing. But I would have loved to have been able to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's okay for women to be able to turn around and go, you know what? I actually don't enjoy being pregnant. But the prize is at the end, you know? Yeah. So... Well, I guess because there is a lot of pressure and there's mm -hmm. so, so much expectation actually on that pregnancy, especially if you yep. have been wanting it for a long time to kind of fall pregnant. And it's almost like you're ungrateful if you're saying yeah. that you are that you don't enjoy it, Yeah, which we all know. It's like when you moan about your kids now. Doesn't mean you don't, don't want them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you're allowed that outlet. You're allowed to be honest. Yeah. But you had a really hard time. Yeah. So with Parker the first, I suffered with normal morning sickness. Mm -hmm. um, but... I had really bad water retention, so I literally had no ankles by the time I was three months. Um, that quickly? Yeah, none of my shoes fit me, nothing. It was ridiculous. I literally just blew up like a balloon. Um, and I put on like four stone. It was ridiculous. I'd never been over the weight that I was. Yeah. So it was, it was one of the hardest things I've been through, like mentally for confidence and mm. still having to work and dance on stage next to the other girls I mean when you're pregnant all of us it was like a given that we take out all the slut drops in the dance routines <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see a pregnant woman slut drop <laughs> it doesn't feel hot and you're nervous that the baby might come out <laughs> oh there it is Oops. Um, that's a special so yeah that was really hard for me um but with Did you Carter. find it difficult with the attention? Because that got a lot of attention as well, yeah. actually. Yeah, because I was embarrassed of myself and I was really self-conscious. I had no idea what was happening to my body yeah. and it was the first time in my life that I felt like I had no control over it. Mm. And it is a big thing, you know, being in a girl band, the way you look and, you know, trying to choose costumes that didn't make you look like you were trying to cover yourself up next to blooming moles in her bra and hot pants do you know what I mean like which is what I would normally have been in and it was it was really hard and it's also hard I think you know people were calling me fat and whatever and I knew I was so I think sometimes when people are saying something that you already feel it's, it makes it but worse it's very hard isn't it because you're not fat you're growing a human and your yeah. body is literally no if someone drained me right now 
I would be <laughs> absolutely fine. <laughs> Still a lot of water. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of it was water. I remember after I'd had him, I literally lost a stone in a week, and that was like water just yeah. going. Um, and it was it was also quite scary because at one point they were talking about draining my stuff like some of the water off of my stomach which could have been dangerous for the baby right. and um so obviously it came with its complications that obviously no one was aware of or cared about mm. um and even now I hate that there's pictures of me like that out there but I kind of just laugh at myself now because I literally like I've eat, looked like I've eaten myself four times <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> I just I just don't even recognize that person it's just unreal but don't uh, the thing is, I think we're so used to seeing women who are pregnant, uh, you know, sharing their perfect pictures mm-hmm. on Instagram, and and I think it's like when Kate Middleton came out of having George, oh, yeah, and she showed her bump, like mm. the bump was still there. Mm. It was like it was so surprising. So I think showing ha- having someone like you mm. who is so slim mm. going through that, having water retention or whatever, it makes yeah. people literally. I think making people feel normal is the most amazing thing ever yeah I mean I did like that you know I wasn't I mean I would have loved to have been one of those people obviously that like from behind she didn't know she was pregnant (laughs) and then I I walked out and I put my own (laughs) jeans on again like hey um but you know yeah it was I did kind of like that I could say to people look not everybody is the same Mm. not everybody just blooming snaps back or doesn't put on any weight when they're pregnant um and it's very hard because I know that, you know, with you being in a girl band, mm. you you always had to look a certain way yeah. and you always had a lot of control over that. Yeah. So suddenly your body's doing something that you have no control of. Yeah. And I, I didn't realise um, how much control I took over what I ate. Right. Until I had Parker. Right. Which was quite interesting because I thought I ate normally and probably really I didn't. I mm. did watch what I ate without thinking yeah um and then now that kind of annoyingly um that enjoyment of food has stayed (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I never used to eat chocolate and now I love chocolate when I was pregnant I absolutely love chocolate so probably those fruit and nuts a day probably didn't (laughs) help the situation (laughs) um yeah so yeah that was really hard yeah Um, and now my body isn't the same I could be as skinny as I wanted to be and I've got stretch marks and some of my skin is stretched and I have days where I find that really hard and then I have days where I just think well you know there's nothing you can do about it so just get on with it yeah so funny isn't it because I I'm very much like my body's done an amazing thing and Mm -hmm. we should celebrate it but I think in saying that you can also have those days where you're about to go on holiday and nothing fits and you're allowed to have that time where you have that little cry and just Mm -hmm. like what is going on yeah, you know I, I mean? yeah. I think for me, I think where I was quite young, I mean, I was 24 when I was pregnant with Parker. Right. And I felt like I, I'd always wanted children young and I wanted children. But my thing in my head was, but when I'm not with my children, I don't want to look like I'm a mum. Right. Um, which I've kind of got over now and kind of not don't really have that same feeling. I think that mumsy thing isn't really there anymore because maybe it's because we're there and maybe younger kids are like, you look like a mum. Yeah, and we're like, no, we're (laughs) cool We're so cool. (laughs) (laughs) But I think you're just a bit more accepting of, you're just like, no, this is me actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. And then when I got pregnant with Carter, I remember we were trying for a baby and it happened really quickly. And then when I found out we were pregnant, 
I remember saying to Wayne, I, I started crying and I was like, I'm going to get fat again. <laughs> and I'd just done a tour and I'd just done Strictly. So I was literally toned. I was tiny, even though I still felt fat and horrible. You know, I never felt confident still. Mm. And I look back and I'm like, oh, my God, if I look like that now, I'd wear a bikini every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> every day, oh, yeah. <laughs> With a pair of heels. <laughs> um. But isn't it all relative? I always think this because people can say that to the skinniest person. Yeah. Or the skinniest person who can't maybe put on weight after giving birth. Yeah. You know, no one really knows what anyone's going through yeah. but it's all relative to you and it how is, you feel yeah. within your own, own body and if you're comparing to what you were five years ago then that's relative because mm. you've got your comfortable weight and mm-hmm. then someone else like I remember one of my best friends when I was trying to lose weight after Parker she weighed the same as me and I remember thinking but you look in my head mm. normal and you can wear dresses and whereas I was still trying to cover up my body and everybody just carries weight differently yeah. we all have different confidence um and I felt like, because after when I had Carter, I got that, I can never even pronounce it, even though I had it, <laughs> hyper... <laughs> the thing that Kate Middleton has. Which is what I always say. <laughs> you know, that thing that Kate Middleton has where you can't stop being sick. But we shouldn't be calling her Kate Middleton, should we? Kate Mids, that's what Kate, I call her. Yeah, we call her Kate Mids. What is her name then? The Royal Duchess of... Cambridge? Yeah. I think so. Kate Mids. Yeah, Kate Mids. There Kate Mids. Um, and I remember throwing up and crying and being like this is karma so instead it, of being, how, how was that was it literally constant yeah it was horrendous so I was supposed to do the Strictly tour and the day that the rehearsals started I just woke up and I could just not stop being sick did you know you were pregnant at that point um yeah right Annoyingly, I found out I was pregnant before the rap party of the end of Strictly. <laughs> if only you found out the next yeah, day. I was like, damn it. So I was so sober um, after three months of all that hard work. <laughs> um, yeah, and it is, it is horrendous. I would literally wake up and just even moving my eyes would make me be sick. Um, it just, it was, it was relentless. I've yeah. never, I've never experienced... You, you know, I've got a phobia of being sick and that cured it because I just didn't have a choice. I just couldn't stop. I remember just laying on the floor. I don't know why I was on the floor. Um, And Wayne being on the phone to my doctor and and him saying she needs to come into hospital, you know, she's probably really dehydrated. And I just looked up at him and I probably looked like the exorcist. (laughs) And I was like, if he thinks I'm getting in a moving vehicle, he's got another thing coming. (laughs) So yeah, it was really nice. Did you get to hospital? No, I refused to go. Did you? Yeah, I just couldn't be in a car. Even driving, I felt sick. Um, I couldn't stop being sick for long enough really to move very far. But they gave me anti-sickness tablets eventually right. after quite a few weeks. And luckily for me, they worked. Right. So then I could start rehydrating and whatever. Um, whereas for some people, it takes quite a few goes at trying different ones out. So I was lucky. I could. It could have been worse. Yeah. Um, but I lost half a stone at the beginning. <laughs> so that gave you half a stone. <laughs> it, half a stone to put back on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know what? And Kate Mids really did me a favour because I feel like if I'd have pulled out of the tour yeah. um, and said that I had that yeah. thing that I can't pronounce, yeah. um, then I think there would have been a lot of people that would have said, well, I had morning sickness and it wasn't that bad. Yeah, exactly. And I meet a lot of people that say to me, oh yeah, I had really bad morning sickness. And I'm like... Mm. It's not the same. Yeah. I had normal morning sickness. Not the same. It sounds completely like debilitating. Yeah. And it can be a lot worse than what I had, but I couldn't even, the worst for me was being around Parker, just even the smell of another person. Really? You know, even if he 
didn't smell. It was it was the oddest thing. That must have been really upsetting for you as well then. Yeah, because instantly that, you know, you know once your second baby's born, you're worried about leaving out your first yeah. and whatever. And that started for me when I was Straight pregnant. Away. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then, you know what? When Carter came out, so even now sometimes I look at him and I think, why did you make me so sick? <laughs> what is so different about you to you that made me so sick? <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? Just your body just does yeah. whatever it wants to do. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Everyone's going to me, you're going to have a girl. Yeah, of course and I was they like, are. No. Like, odds are, Frank, if we ever go for a third... It'll be another boy. Yeah. 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 It's funny because I wasn't really bothered with my first, whether mm. I had a boy or a girl. Um, and when I was pregnant with my second, I actually wanted it to be a boy because I thought it would be cool for Parker. And yeah. I've got a sister and, you know, and I know I know it's not the same rule for everyone, but a lot of my friends that are a brother and a sister, they're not quite as close until they're older. Right. But I know you've got a brother. Yeah. So. so I did want it to be a boy. And I found it so not insulting because I know people are just making conversation or whatever, but I kind of almost felt bad for him. I was like, oh. Oh, it's okay. I don't mind that you're a boy, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, I sometimes feel like if you go for a third, it looks like. Yeah. That's what you're after. Yeah. And then when you take your son to ballet and he's the only boy in a ballet class, I feel like everyone's kind of, she wishes she had a girl. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he's very, he's very into dance. He, is. he just <laughs> loves it. Yeah. I don't think Buzz is going to be like that. He, he's, he's a proper little performer. Yeah, Carter is, and he loved it. Yeah. And he chose the wand over the flag, so... There we go, they just pick what they want to pick. They do, yeah. How was the rest of your second pregnancy? Um, it, was, it wasn't too bad. Once the tablets kind of started to kick in, um, I could kind of go back to work a little bit. Um, but the thing is with it is if you get tired, it can come back. Um, and then the further on into your pregnancy you get, it comes back. Right. Um, but then it was it was weird because I'd be fine. I'd go out for dinner or something. And I remember being in the car on the way home and then literally running into the house, puking and then being fine. Yeah. Um, and I kind of just got used to it. I no longer cried and made Wayne sit there and rub my back. <laughs> I would just be like, all right, babe, <laughs> you know, really hot, <laughs> um, which was quite good for me, really. Um, and then, yeah, the rest of my pregnancy was fine. It was... Um, it, my body didn't change as much mm. um, so I found all that a lot easier but I did find it harder feeling more normal after the second than I did with the first oh really? yeah I just think because it's done it twice and yeah. it's stretched again and yeah I don't know Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. How was your recovery? Because you had C-section. Yeah, I had two which, pounds uh, C-sections. But you uh, actually, you uh, called it the sunroof to me once and now I always <laughs> will forever call it the sunroof. I think you asked me how I was doing it. Did I? Is it coming out the sunroof? <laughs> I was like, what does she mean? What? I think I actually, you know, I've had to Google it. Just to, you know, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to become a mum and I know, I know these things. Um, yeah. Did you, what were you opted for that? Like, did you know straight away, early on that you wanted to do that? No. Um, I was really indifferent. I I wasn't someone that had a real want and need for a natural birth. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't necessarily, I mean, you know, I'm scared of needles. I hate doctors. I hate hospitals. Um, So really for me, a C-section was quite a big thing. Yeah. Um, But with Wayne still working, there would have been a chance that he wouldn't have been around. I Mm -hmm. wanted him to be there. Um, and with my anxiety, I think it was good for me to know when and what was going to happen. Yeah, a bit more of a controlled environment. Yeah, and when I asked my obstetrician, um, Parker was always over the is it the fifty percent percentile, <laughs> yeah. whatever it is. It was always large, <laughs> and they were worried that I would struggle. Right. Um, and my GP, when I found out I was pregnant, had told me, just said to me, just randomly, like just avoid an emergency C-section. Right, okay. And that just stuck in my head. And it was probably just a throwaway comment, but yeah. then it was wedged in there. I think it's funny though, when, when you're, especially when you're pregnant, when little comments like that, they're just like, yeah, okay, that's in my brain now. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then I remember my obstetrician telling me all the percentages. I, I was like, just tell me the pros and cons of both. Right. Um, so we did. And then I said to him, which probably puts him on a, in a really bad spot. I just said to him, if I was your daughter, what would you tell me to do? Mm. And he was like, C-section. So I was like, okay, C-section it is. And that was literally it. Um, But for me, with my fear of needles and doctors, I remember sitting on the steps in our kitchen once and just thinking, you know, great, I'm pregnant, but there's only two ways that this is coming out and they both (laughs) suck. (laughs) That was one of your first thoughts. How am I going to get it out? How is this coming out? It's going to be rubbish. So for me, it was no, like, there was not really that many pros or cons. It was like, they're both going to be pretty rubbish. Yeah. Until it's out. And all I cared about was it being healthy. Yeah. Genuinely. Um, and it's so, a really yeah. funny thing where people aren't, they don't necessarily, they don't say I had a C-section. It's like people are worried about being judged if they have C-sections, mm-hmm. which is just absolutely ridiculous. But you do get judged. Yeah. The amount of people that I've met and their face changes when they say, oh, so how was your birth? And I say, oh, yeah, I had a C-section. Oh, was it an emergency? No. And then they kind of look at you like, hmm. Like that quizzical, like, because I think I there's all this whole that. thing, there's this whole that I've heard oh people have a tummy tuck at the same time yeah I mean how can you have half I mean it's a small part of your belly yeah are you then got like one tight section (laughs) in the middle they're just tucking it all in yeah put it all back in there I mean people just don't know what they're talking about and I love how people say it's the easy option it's like major abdominal surgery yeah I've been Mm. almost cut in half they've taken half of my body parts out put them all back in and then I've got a newborn to deal with and I'm recovering from a massive surgery um I think so. I, I, my sister had to have an emergency C section right. actually, and I being there with her made me realise it's really not the easy. It's not the easy option at no. all. At all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was really quite surprised by it. 
Yeah, and emergency, it's a lot, you know, you're tired already. And... Oh, no, she knew, basically, she was, she had to be, um, <laughs> talking about my sister, she don't mind, she, she'll come on at some point, uh, but she, the baby was up in her ribs, so okay. they already told her that she was going to have to have a C-section oh, okay. at some point, she was booked in, and then literally, same with you, She mm. uh, two weeks before her due date, she suddenly went into... Uh, uh, into okay, labour yeah. so by the time uh, yeah she got there she was like six centimetres but she, she wasn't tired she was yeah. just like oh, okay. when's my time <laughs> yeah it's, it is weird I mean I get why people find it weird because it's like oh when are you due oh on um, Saturday the 5th at 4 o'clock <laughs> do you know what I mean it's so weird um, and, and I remember walking down to um, the theatre and the woman said oh have you got any names and I said oh yeah Parker and she went oh so you like Thunderbirds then and I was like Hmm? And she was like, Thunderbirds. And I was like, oh, crap. I was like, no, I just really like the name. And then I was like, oh, okay. Well, hopefully that will miss like my generation of people. And then they redid Thunderbirds. Oh, no. And I was like, but no one's really picked up on it, luckily. No, but poor Parker is doomed from the beginning. But um, yeah, it was scary. I was actually more scared on my second than I was with my first, actually. I was. Do you reckon it's because you know what you're going to have to be like, dealing with? Yeah, but even though... Like my first with Parker was so mm. easy and so straightforward and I don't know why. I think, I don't know why I was more scared. Well, I had the similar, a similar thing. Like, so I did hypnobirthing and it was absolutely amazing. Like literally mm. seconds after I gave birth, I was like, that was the most amazing thing I've ever done. Yeah. Then fast forward to having Buddy and I can remember being really apprehensive. And I think part of it for me was feeling like, what if it doesn't? It went so well. Yeah. What if it doesn't? Yeah, go maybe that well that's what it is. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, my second didn't. Um, I ended up having a spinal leak. What is that? So, so <laughs> I had. Um, so you know you can have an epidural. Yep. Or you have a spinal block. Right. And because I don't like needles, I didn't want an epidural because I knew it was like left in there. Right. So I had spinal block. It's when they pierce slightly the lining of where, I don't really know, I'm really going around this a long way. The lining of where like the, I was going to say juice, the like (laughs) fluid in your spine is, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Someone else is going to be listening to this and be like, she has no idea what she's talking about. Anyway. We're not doctors. (laughs) No. Don't don't repeat this stuff like it's fact. (laughs) Anyway, so that was leaking, which gives you like really, really severe headaches. So I was having these like really bad headaches afterwards. And I remember going to see the doctor afterwards with my mum and like, he was like, oh, the only way really to get rid of it is we take your blood and then we give you an epidural with your blood and it blocks the hole. Right. And I was like, well, I didn't even want an epidural. Now I have one. And I was like, and what if I don't have it done? Will it go away? And he was like, yeah, it'll go away. But I mean, it's not really that much of a deal. You can leave it, but it can lead to stroke. My (gasps) mum was like, he's been so chilled out about it. It was like... You know, it's not a big deal. But, but I've told you, so yeah. if it happens, it's not my fault. <laughs> so I left it. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. And it was fine. Um, and I got an infection on my wound on the second time as well. Uh. So, But I mean, it wasn't, none of them were big things, but... Um, whether or not that was because I tried to do too much too soon mm. because I had Parker or whatever I don't we've know. already touched on the guilt but did you when you actually brought Carter home mm. how did that make you feel towards Parker um I did hate it I I because well yeah I just felt really bad because Parker had literally been my world even to like all my friends he was the first baby yeah. and like in my family he was the first grandchild and I just didn't think I would love another one like I love Parker. Yeah. 
Um, and I felt bad that I was coming in and changing his happy little world. Mm. Um, and when I think about it now, I was probably too young, really. Um, but because I was breastfeeding with Carter at first for a while as well, and he was cluster feeding, so right. then I was feeding him for like three hours. And I remember just crying and being like, oh, like abandoned Parker. <laughs> and like, I just wanted to cuddle him and play yeah. with him and I couldn't. And that was, that was really hard. It is hard, isn't it? Mm. Like that, that juggle and you want the first one to know that they're still your world. Yeah, but then also the new one, you're like, <laughs> you too, I love you too. Really I love you, weird. I love you. Yeah. I still get that now. I have a nice little moment with Buzz and I'm like, it must be Buddy. Yeah, <laughs> it's the funny, other isn't it? Yeah. I know. But you have completely different love with both of them and now I understand as an adult why there's not quite as many pictures of me as there are of Tor, <laughs> <laughs> my eldest sister. <laughs> it's so funny, isn't it? It's so true. Yeah. How are they now? It's amazing seeing the bond. Um, yeah, it's, you know what, it's lovely because, I mean, don't get me wrong, they argue over trains or whatever and Parker does that typical older sibling thing of being like, I want this one and I'm going to convince you that you want the rubbish one. <laughs> and, you know, and I know it as well because I'm the younger sibling and I used to fall for it every time as well. So I do quite enjoy oh, watching it. Oh, with only three wheels. How fascinating. Have it, yeah. That's completely what he does. Um, but actually, Parker's actually the more sensitive one. Right. And Carter is a bit more of a, a little monkey. It does wind him up. But... Also, they give each other cuddles. Like yeah. Parker's really cuddly, and he will always ask Carter for cuddles. And I can hear them if one of them hurt themselves. Are you okay? Aww. Are you okay? Do you want to cuddle? And I want to. Parker sent Carter to get him a dummy the other day, and <laughs> pa Carter come out, "Mummy, Parker wants a dummy," and took it back to him. And I love hearing them play together and yeah. stuff. And that's probably for me one of the things that makes me the happiest. Like yeah. those little moments. It's so amazing, isn't it? I remember someone saying to me, um, we were in a lift with just Buzz, we only had Buzz, and uh, and she was a mum of two, and she said, you think you love your child, but then you have another one, mm. and the love just grows beyond what you can ever imagine. Yeah, I think it's seeing two little humans that you made together mm. and being happy and, like, you know, Parker would do things on purpose to make Carter laugh <laughs> yeah. and hearing them like you know that proper belly laugh uh -huh. together I'm just like that's amazing like we made that regardless of anything else in life we made that and they make each other laugh and they want to make each other laugh yeah. do you know what I mean I love it I think about like uh, it's totally on tangent but uh, I think about Tom's grandparents mm -hmm. and so they whenever they celebrate one of the birthdays or a big anniversary and they've got all of their children they had uh, four children. Uh, no, right. they're three children. Sorry, sorry, Just making it up. Making it up. Um, but then seeing them and so their children have got children and seeing that whole room full of people that started with just these two. Yeah. You yeah, know, when we amazing. get older, we're going to have that. I just think that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, no, that is. It's mad. And I think sometimes as a couple, um, I know that you and Tom go out and you have your like date nights and whatever. And Can't I think that's... I don't even remember my last one. The, the last one. <laughs> but I think those moments are important because sometimes when you're tired and the kids are driving you mad and they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing and they're tired and they're being aggy and you two are busy and you probably haven't had a proper conversation all day. Mm. And there's times where I think, oh, what are we doing? Yeah. And then we kind of get some time away and I go, oh, I love you. That's why we had kids. You're actually quite funny. Yeah, that's why we did that. How weird is that? But let's not get too comfortable because that's all yes. that we said. Exa yes, exactly. <laughs> but back off. <laughs> 
I guess, yeah, that's another pressure, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. you know, something that people don't really talk about is the fact that you've got your the babies that you've got mm-hmm. to think about, but then you've got your relationship as well that needs needs time. Yeah, I think that's a big thing. I think um, for me on Instagram once, I remember putting up a picture and we'd got a free holiday to the Maldives. Mm. So we went to the Maldives and I t- my boys love muslins right. and so they call them silkies and they sleep with them, whatever. And, and I, if I go away, I always take one with me. Oh. I don't know why. It ends up not smelling like them, and, but it just makes me feel Ooh, better. Oh, my fabric's off <laughs> yeah. <now>. lovely. Mm, <laughs> I wash so well. Um, and I remember putting a picture up and saying, does anyone else do anything like that with their kids? And the amount of abuse I got of, well, I'd love to go on holiday without my kids, or, oh, well, some of us don't want to spend time away from our children. And, and I felt really judged. And I thought, oh, no, am I, am I a bad parent? Should I not? want to be with them 24 7 and then I thought you know what actually no because for me a happy family you have to have a happy relationship yeah. I think to have happy kids yeah I think kids sense so much they can you know sense a feeling in, in a room mm. um and I know as a kid you know when my parents were not getting on or whatever and you can tell and you can feel it and I do think that is a big part of family life of making sure okay we're on the same page we're both all right the kids are all right you yeah. know yeah not to mean you abandon them all the time but you know what I mean I think yeah. you have to work on both to make the whole thing work absolutely because ultimately you have to be a team yeah you know it's hard isn't it because it, I find motherhood sometimes so overwhelming and stressful and I would never take that out on the boys so there's any other one other person yeah. in the room that's gonna get Tom, that. you're getting it <laughs> it's, it's true though yeah. it is when they're winding you up or like it's that whole if you've been to work and one of you has been at home all day with the kids mm. and when your partner gets in you just literally want to shove them in their face and be yeah. like right you deal with them but then they've been at work all day yeah and it's it's hard I don't I, it's a hard balance constantly and that's one thing that annoys me with the judgment is mm-hmm. I just think come on we're all doing the same thing and we're doing what we do to to make the best out of it for everyone yeah. you know we're, if we're all if mum's and mum and dad are happy the kids are happy if the kids are happy mum and dad's are happy you know it's a it's a catch-22 situation yeah. really and, and I just think if we're all looking at each other and making each other feel bad about what they're doing then yeah. who's got our back yeah. No one, you know, as a parent, you're the only person who knows what that's like, whether, you know, our children could be completely different, but yeah. there's always going to be something. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's that, I, you've said that to me, this to me before, mm. it's not a one size fits all. No. You know, you've got to do what works for your family. And mm-hmm. ultimately, if you do, I always say Joan down the road, but if, if I don't have a Joan down the road, just putting it out there. <laughs> but if Joan down the road thinks that you shouldn't do something because, well, that's great for Joan, mm. but she's not there yep. when... Parker's in your like Parker's mm-hmm. screaming in the middle of the night because he wants to be in with you. Yeah, it's moments like that. I just think all he wants is a cuddle from his mum. Yeah, it's not. So why would you not give him a cuddle? Yeah, it's fine if Jane wants to do it another way. Yeah, but that's not for you. It's, I think that's everything. You know, mm-hmm. it's fine. Just look at yourselves and kind of figure out what you're doing. But maybe. A huge part of it is because parent, no parent really knows what they're doing. No, of course. No one does. And that's why I think everyone's so busy judging each other yeah. because it just makes them feel better. <laughs> I like, it's better if you think about someone else's life than you think of your own. You know, we're yeah. all going to go in, you know, even with your friends when they've got a problem with their boyfriend, you're like, yeah. right, you need to do this. <laughs> but if it was you, you probably wouldn't do it and you'd be doing the same thing that they're doing. Yeah. And I think it's just the same with parenting. I think sometimes it's just easier to look at everyone else. But for me, I think that is the hardest thing I think especially judged yeah I think especially being on Instagram and being in the public eye and um 
even with other parents, mm. you know, like being down at the school and whatever. I think for me instantly, I know I'm quite a young mum. Um, so I used to be like, oh, people probably think I'm the nanny. Or um, <laughs> I remember going to like a sensory class with Parker and um, I knew no one where we lived. Mm. And um, this one mum was like, you know, it's like when these young people have babies and they moan about being tired, you know, these 25-year-olds that can't possibly be tired. I mean, they're only 25 and they're moaning about being tired. I mean, and she was just going on and on and on and I went, I'm 25. <laughs> I'm not really, really tired. I'm really tired. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, you need to be careful with things like that and... I just think it's your flying judgment, like judgmental comments. Yeah, and they do stick with you. I mean, we're, I'm, I, I mean, I don't know if everyone's the same, but I'm always judging myself anyway. I don't yeah. need everyone else to judge me. Of course, me you're as your well. biggest critic, and I think that really gets worse when you become a mum. Yeah, and I think that's why with my friends, when they get pregnant and stuff, I'm so like, sometimes probably more the other way, like, mm. Don't breastfeed. You don't want to breastfeed. Don't breastfeed. You don't want to push it out. Don't push it out. You know, I'm you know, like I'm so like it makes no difference. Yeah. And luckily, I had a husband that literally had no opinion other than, babe, I wouldn't push <laughs> no it <opinion>. out. <laughs> he was like, I'd have a C-section, and then with breastfeeding, when I was struggling and stuff, he'd be like. Just go to formula. I wouldn't breastfeed. What are you doing? Why are you putting yourself for it? Just don't yeah. worry about it, babe. And you know, that was nice. And I think mm. some people don't have that. You know, yeah. some men do have a real... And obviously they're allowed. It's their child. Um, but I do remember someone that I know really well talking to me and I said, oh, I'm having a C-section. And he had a real opinion on it, on how women should have natural births and we're made for it and we're born for it and people have always done it. And, and really, they told you that? Yeah. And um, I'd always got on really well with him. And I turned around to him and I said, you know what? I said, the day that you push a baby out of your penis, <laughs> then you can tell me what to do. But until that day happens, you can shut up. <laughs> and what did he say? Not much, funnily enough. <laughs> still trying to get the baby out of his penis. Yeah, still pushing. <laughs> so, Frank, we finish um, these podcasts with you completing three sentences. Uh, so... Being a mum means? Being a mum means just not remembering what it feels like not to be tired. You said that, tired. Tired. <laughs> tired. I, I honestly, I just, I just don't know what that feels like. I've never not woken up and thought, oh, I'm tired still. <laughs> I'm 28. <laughs> She's 28. I'm she 28. can't be tired. She's 28. Um, and uh, so since having children, I? Since having children, I... I have learnt to appreciate the small things. Very nice. Mm -hmm. I'm happy when? I'm happy when my boys are laughing. Oh, that made me emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, oh, I'm so, so, so thrilled that you came onto this podcast. Literally, can I just say, we have not sat down and had a conversation, an hour-long conversation no. in about six years. No. But ridiculous. you have been my WhatsApp friend and, you know, I feel like we might not have seen each other, but that WhatsApp, for mums, never, like devalue the fact like no. having someone on your phone at all like all times of day is just mm -hmm. amazing it so is. thank you frank thank, thank you. you for opening up and being so honest thanks for having me <laughs> Black. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.